the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. We will be seeking the Lord's will, the Lord's power, the Lord's purpose, the Lord's healing for your life. So let's do that tonight. Let's open the program with prayer, and let's seek Him. Amado Dad, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you for this time, for this next hour, Lord, for this opportunity to, to be into, in your presence, Lord, to be in your throne room, Lord, to sit at your feet, Lord, and just enjoy the blessings that you have in store for us tonight. Without, I pray for, for this next hour, Lord, that you would fill this hour, Lord, with the power of a mighty and awesome God, with the power and blessings, Lord, from above, that you would do everything according to your will, Lord. That you would do according to your purpose and your plan, Lord, for those who are listening. Lord, those who are listening tonight, this is a divine appointment, Lord. That we would get together tonight, Lord. That we would be in your presence tonight, Lord, to seek you, to seek your will. I pray, Lord, for each and every listener, that each and every one of us tonight, Lord, would experience your love, your grace, your power, your mercy that there would be signs and wonders, miracles and healings tonight, Father, for every need, for every desire, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to the program again. Thank you for tuning in. I know it's late. It's it's it's, it's just after midnight. Can you believe it? It's it's just a week until Christmas. This year has gone by. This year, it's, it's, it's Christmas time. We're, we're getting ready to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray, I hope that you're... Churches, that you're preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, to celebrate the giving of the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave himself. The Bible tells us that he 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 left heaven. That even though he was uh, uh, equal with God, he didn't take the equality his equal being equal with God something to be grasped. But he emptied himself. He emptied himself and came to earth. He put on the flesh of man to be born a baby in Bethlehem so that he would live the perfect life and be the perfect sacrifice on the cross for you and me. We celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. We celebrate the coming to the earth of our salvation, of our Savior. So I hope that you're preparing, Chachess, to celebrate the birth of Christ, not just uh, uh, celebrating Christmas, but celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So let's do that. Let's 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 prepare tonight. You know, we're going to be studying tonight, and the study tonight is the symbols of Christmas. So if there's a symbol of Christmas that you want to know about, I encourage you to call in. If there's a prayer request you want to pray, if there's something you want to pray about tonight, if there's a, a need that you have for, for Christmas, for for the new year, if there's something you want to put before the Lord, if you're uh, suffering or, or sick or you know somebody who's suffering or sick, we're going to be praying for prayer requests. Uh, I have a prayer list with me tonight, uh, and we're going to be praying for, 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 for a lot of prayer requests tonight. But if you have a special prayer request, if you have a need that you want to put before the Lord, I encourage you to call in. The number is one 888 That's one 888 995-5552 for the live on the air calls, for your prayer requests, for your praise reports, 
for your uh, uh, Bible questions, whatever your whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever topic uh, you want to talk about tonight, Christian related, Bible related, call in tonight. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. An encouragement I want to give you is in Philippians, the fourth chapter. The Bible tells us, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, "Rejoice." Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus. What a tremendous promise. What a tremendous encouragement. Rejoice in the Lord always. And it wasn't enough to say it once. He said it twice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be made known to all men. The Lord is near. And don't worry. Don't be anxious. You don't have to be anxious for anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request come and pray. Come and seek the Lord. Because he will give you the peace. He will give you the compassion. He will give you what you need to get through every circumstance and every situation. So I, I encourage you, call in tonight with your Bible, I'm sorry, with your prayer requests, with your needs, and also with your Bible questions. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five. Five 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 two, uh, Elizabeth and David, and the other callers. Just give me a second to make some announcements, and we'll get to your calls. Uh, I just want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship. So if you'd like to just be before the Lord with, in prayer and worship, if you'd, if you'd like to join us for 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 prayer and worship, come and join us in Arcadia. We get together every Friday night at eight o'clock, and the address is eight o five. North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just get on the two ten, get on in the Pasadena area on the two ten freeway, and get off at Santa Anita Avenue, and go north for one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right turn, go to First Avenue. It's one block more, and make another right, and you'll see us at the, down the street at eight o five, North First Avenue, the corner of Forest and First Avenue, every Friday night. So come and join us for worship. We'd love for you to be a part of the worship team. We, we, we get together to worship, to seek the Lord in prayer, to bring our needs, to bring the needs of others before the Lord. We want to stand in the gap and make a difference. So if that's on your heart, to just be before the Lord in worship, come and join us Friday nights at 8 p.m., 805 North 1st Avenue. Also, at the same church, Pastor Walter Hofflin is a pastor, and uh, services are at 10 a.m. every Sunday. So if you're looking for a church to visit or uh, uh, be a part of a church, come to the Hills Church uh, on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. <clears throat> this coming Saturday uh, night at 6 p.m., we'll be having a candlelight service with Pastor Walter and the, and the congregation. So just want to let you know, if you're looking for a church, if you're in the San Gabriel Valley and looking for a church to celebrate Christmas at a candlelight service on Saturday night at 6 p.m., so a lot of things going on. Also, next week, <coughs> Christmas, Pastor Steve Wilburn from Core Church LA will be uh, uh, doing the show with me. So uh, Pastor Steve will be, will be here giving a Christmas message. So next week, next Saturday night or Sunday morning, Christmas, uh, Pastor Steve Wilburn from Core Church will be with me uh, doing a, a Christmas message on the Gypsy Christian Hour. And then the following Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning, uh, New Year's Day, uh, Pastor Walter Hofflin will be here giving a New Year's message. So a lot of good stuff going on, a lot of stuff to be excited about. I'm excited about Pastor Steve and Pastor Walter being uh, on the show. So listen in next Saturday and the Saturday after that, Christmas and New Year's for Pastor Steve Wilburn and Pastor Walter Hofflin. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, if you'd like to call in, the number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a prayer request, a Bible question, a testimony, or a praise report, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Well, I have a prayer request, and it's for my niece Maria, who is fifty years old, and she's been diagnosed with. Uh, cancer, uh -huh. stage four, 
and it has spread to several of the organs, including the bone. But uh, I know that the Lord, with God, I want the church family to pray for her because I know with God nothing is impossible. Amen. And, you know, we've seen the Lord move so many times. We've seen him heal from cancer. We've seen him heal from uh, from all types of diseases. So, Father, I just pray for Maria. Her name was Maria, right? Yes. I pray for Maria. Lord, Elizabeth and I and the rest of the callers right now, we stand in the gap, Lord. We stand up for Maria. And, Lord, we stand before you, Lord, asking, seeking, desiring your mighty power in her life, Lord. Though the doctors say that it's stage four, yeah. though the doctors say it's cancer, Lord, what do you say, Lord? What is your will here? What is your purpose? What is your plan to glorify the name of Jesus Christ, to reveal the power of a mighty and awesome God? I pray, Father, that you would heal her, Lord, yeah. totally and completely from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, that every cell of cancer would be obliterated from her body, that the Holy Spirit would overcome, yeah. overpower, and renew and restore and, 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 and just re Revitalize, Lord, this, 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 this precious soul, Lord, this, this precious life, Lord, that you, Lord, would give her many more years, Lord, to glorify your name on this earth through the power of God, Lord, that she would glorify you, Lord, through your mercy, through your grace, through your healing. Father, we pray a mighty miracle. We pray, Lord, that you would use doctors, that you would use medication, that you would do whatever you desire to do, Lord, however you desire to do it. Of course, our desire, Lord, is a miracle. Our desire, Lord, is a touch from the, from the, from the mighty hand of God, Lord, that you just touch her body and can miraculously heal her, Lord. But whatever, in whatever way, Lord, you desire to heal her, Lord, we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, Father. She will be a testimony to your name, Lord. Yes. And I thank you, and I praise you, Lord. We pray healing for Maria. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Oh, thank you. God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to to Dave. Hi, Sam. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. How can we help you? Hi, Sam. Well, um, our pastor brought this up, and I've been kind of wanting to know where does it say, or where does the information come from that Jesus wasn't actually born in December. That he was or was not? Was not. Okay. And that being the case, how did we as Christians be, start celebrating his mm-hmm. birth in December? Well, that's a great question because that's the topic I'm talking about oh. tonight oh, oh, and the symbols of Christmas. And you, you, know, you caught me at a time when I'm, when I'm very prepared. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, first of all, the, Lord, the Bible doesn't tell us when Jesus was born. Right. It doesn't even give us a season. It okay. doesn't give us a month. First of all, it doesn't give us the day, the month, or even the season. It yeah. just tells us, I'm going to be reading from Luke, the second chapter, how in the days of, of Caesar Augustus, yeah. they called for a census, and that Mary and Joseph traveled from Nazareth to Bethlehem for the census. So uh, by the reason, one of the reasons we don't think it was in December is why would Rome make, uh, 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 make it so difficult to travel to, 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 to people's uh, home, people's origins of birth? Because that's, that's, what this, that's why they went back to Bethlehem because probably Joseph was born there and he had to go back for the census okay. because this was his hometown. Yes. They wouldn't make people travel in the dead of winter. You know, you know, uh, Israel is on the, uh, roughly about the same latitude as, as Southern California, and they have uh, 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 about the same uh, uh, weather. Mm-hmm. You know, so it gets cold. You yeah. know, and it, it occasionally snows. So they wouldn't make them uh, uh, travel during the winter months. Okay. So, and they also wouldn't make them travel during the height of the heat wave. You know, yeah. because it's too difficult. Right. Also, it says that the, 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 the shepherds were out tending their flocks. They wouldn't be out tending their flocks right. in the dead of winter. So we know it's, it, it's, not, it's not December the 25th. For sure we know it's not December. Yeah. It's not the winter. Uh, most likely it was sometime in either early spring or okay. the fall when Jesus was actually born. Okay. You know, I kind of think, you know, these, these, these shepherds were special. Yes. And I think they were the they were the shepherds that were and this is just my opinion. This is not biblical. Okay. My opinion is that they were the shepherds that might have been tending the 
per, the, the lambs that would be slaughtered at the Passover. Oh, okay. You know, so okay. it might have been during the Passover time, during early spring, March, April, uh, when Jesus was born. Uh, could be. You know, that's just my opinion. It's a possibility. That's what I, yeah. So there's, there's, there's a lot of things we can, you know, we can, we can surmise from Scripture, but Scripture doesn't give us, uh, you know, uh, an exact date. And when I get into the study tonight, I'll be talking about why December the 25th, how did that come about? Oh, okay then. All right. I'll wait till then. Okay, okay well, keep listening, David. Okay, Sam, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas okay. to you, my friend. God Thank bless. You. Bye-bye. And let's go to the next phone caller. If you'd like to call in tonight, uh, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. If you have a prayer request, if you want to pray for your needs, for something that's going on in your family, if you know somebody, if you're sick or you know somebody who's sick, ill and needs a healing, we want to pray for you. We want to pray for your need. We want to pray for your circumstance, your situation. Call into number. To tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. If you have a Bible question, call in tonight. A question about Christmas or about the Christmas season, about the Christmas symbols, like David, call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Cherry. Hi, Cherry. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yes, I need prayer. I am feeling so. Um disappointed and sad and ill. I have lupus, diabetes, high blood pressure, and I had spoken to you during September, and mm-hmm. I had lost my home that it was taken from me from a, supposed to be a friend. Mm-hmm. And um, right now I'm living um, with my uh, family member, but she wants me out. I've been praying that the Lord will open the door for me for, for a house because nowadays you have to go through credit check. It's not really money no more. It's credit check, whatever. And right. I'm, I am so desperate of finding a home. I was praying, hoping we could get a home before Christmas. And um, nothing has opened, nothing. Well, and I've been feeling worse every day with the lupus feeling sick. So well, I just... Uh, let's pray right now, Trey. Father... Lord, you see Cherry as she's calling in desperation, Lord, for relief. Relief from physical ailments, Lord. Relief, Lord, from pain and suffering, Father, from lupus and the high blood pressure and the sugar diabetes. So many of your children, Lord, are suffering, Lord, from these particular sicknesses, Lord, from cancer and heart disease and and, and all of these sicknesses, Lord. So I pray for Cherry right now, Lord. I pray for a miraculous outpouring of your power and your mercy, Lord, your healing upon her. Lord, that you would do a mighty work, Lord, and Lord, that you would cause this lupus to be in, in, in submission, Lord, to the name of Jesus, that you would cause this lupus, Lord, to, to be gone in the name of Jesus, that it would be healed. Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, from the from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that every organ in her body would would function normally, Lord, that every cell, Lord, in her body would function normally, Lord, that she would be free from pain, Lord, and able to, to achieve all that you desire to do in her life. Father, I know that you have a plan and a purpose for Cherry, Lord. I know that you have a home, Lord, ready for her, Father, that you've chosen. So I pray, Lord, that you would just give her grace, give her mercy, give her favor with those she comes into contact with. If she needs to lease a home, rent a home, Lord, whatever you've appointed for her, Father, I pray that you would reveal it from heaven, Lord. Pour down a blessing, Lord, upon Cherry, Lord, that she would be abundantly blessed, Lord, that you would be overflowing with your blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so God much. God bless you, like Cherry. I hope that the Lord will open doors soon. Amen. Amen. God Thank bless you, you and have a uh-huh. Merry Christmas. You too. Bye bye. Well, let's go to our next caller and we're going to talk to Darnell. Hi, Darnell. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, may Christ bless you, brother. And you too. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Uh, I just have a question. Uh, do you think it's uh, hypocritical or inauthentic for a Christian to befriend someone and to act as if they like them just to share the gospel with them when 
they don't really like them, they don't really want to be around them, but they just want to share the gospel with them, and so they put on a smile, and you know, and you know, just to share the gospel. Are, do you think that's hypocritical? Well, you know, when when you share the gospel, what are you sharing? You're sharing the love of Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so whoever believed in him would not perish but have eternal life. You know, and if, if you don't love the person, you know, I'm not, you know, you know if, if you don't have a, a, a genuine uh, desire to see this person saved because you care for them. Let's not say you love them. Let's say you care for them. There has to be a genuineness about, uh, about who you are and why you're doing it. You know, I, why else would you be sharing the gospel? Just to make points? Well, you can't make points with God for, for every person that says you're not saved by your works. You know, are you, are you doing it for rewards? Well, God knows your motives. Really? You need, well, to be, uh, you need to be sharing the gospel because you want to see people saved because you genuinely care for them. It's, it, it would be hypocritical, you know, for, to, to do it for any other reason. And Paul, even Paul oh, yeah. talks about that in, in, in the Bible. He says you know, that, there, that there were people uh, sharing the gospel while he was in jail, uh, to, to really to just, to just get on his nerves. And he said, look, for whatever reason, they're sharing the gospel. People are being saved. You know, praise the Lord. Let them be saved. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like I wouldn't want my worst enemy to go to hell, you know. So it's uh-huh. like you, you share the gospel so they will get saved and accept Christ, but, you know, the way they are as a person, like the, the, their lifestyle, the things that they do, mm-hmm. it's something you agree with, and it's something that repulses you, mm-hmm. but you still want them to be saved, but you don't necessarily want to be their friend. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And the Bible doesn't tell us to, 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 to be like the people that we're, that we're sharing the gospel with. We're not to participate okay. in their deeds, we're not to participate right. in the deeds of the world. You know, Jesus hung out with the lowest of the low, you know, uh, and that was one of the Pharisees' uh, uh, complaints about him. Look who he's hanging around with. He's ha- ha- hanging around with these tax collectors and uh, these, uh, you know, uh, unsavory women that he was, you know, were, was 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 hanging around with. You know, he was he was hanging around with the lowest of the low. But yet he wasn't participating in what they were doing or in their lifestyle. He wanted to change. His desire was to change their lifestyle to bring them in from darkness into the light. So we're not. While we can be friends with the world, we're not to be like the world. You know what I mean? Okay. We, we 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 want to reach the world. You know, the the gospel is an offense to the world. We don't have to add to the offense by the the offense by our. Uh, attitude or a hypocrisy. We're not to be hypocrites. If you're gonna, if you're gonna uh, preach to somebody, if you're gonna share with them the love of Christ, show them the love of Christ. You know, be a friend to them without participating in their lifestyle. I see. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I hope that makes. Does that make sense to you? I mean, because it, this is what Jesus teaches us to do: go out and preach the gospel. Amen. Yeah, could you maybe say a prayer that God will give me grace to do that? Well, Father, I pray for Darnell, and I pray, Lord, that you, Lord, as his heart is to preach your word and share your word, Father, I just pray that you would fill him with the love and the compassion, Lord, that you would fill him with, that you would fill him with your love and compassion for people, for the world, Lord, without participating and being a part of what they do, Lord, that he would be the light, that he would be the salt, that he would show the, 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 the example of what it means to be a Christian. Lord, that he would share love and grace and mercy, Lord, without getting involved with people and what they're doing, Lord, but that you would use him to be a, a change agent, Lord, for the kingdom of God. Father, fill him with your grace, your mercy. Fill him with your strength and your power. Fill him with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that he would preach the word in boldness, Lord, that he would preach the word in love, Lord, in compassion, Lord, but in boldness, Lord, and never compromising the truth, Lord, but telling the truth, sharing the truth, Lord, in a in a gracious and loving way with respect to all, Lord, but in a way, Lord, that that, that, that touches people's hearts, that touches people's lives. Lord, that you would change people's lives through Darnell. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, if you'd like to call in tonight, you can call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's one 
888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you have a, a Bible question, a question about Christianity, the cults, the occult, uh, whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever you want to ask a question about, call in tonight. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight and we'll pray for your prayer request. The number is one 888 We're going to go to our next caller and we're going to talk to Stan. Hi, Stan, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, I could use some prayer. Uh, I could use some prayer. Okay. Well, uh I still have my vision problem. I did call back. Mm-hmm. I did call back in September, I think, October. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Okay. But I got switched to a new doctor, and he's treating the eye with injections. He already injected the right eye earlier in the week, mm-hmm. and he wants to do it every three weeks. Uh, the nerves in the eyes, he told me, are still bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of frustrated with the contradictions. Right. Yeah. So I pray this doctor knows what he's doing. Amen. And my right situation, since the, the vision is somewhat limited, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that can be taken care of through my current insurance. My primary doctor does not want to write the letter of justification so that my insurance company can upgrade my transportation eligibility. Right. So it's just uh, a big hassle right there because my care doctor is not very cooperative. Well, let's pray, Stan. Let's pray right now. Father, I pray for Stan, Lord, that, uh, Lord, as, as you gave sight to the blind when you were here on earth, I pray, Lord, that you would restore Stan's sight perfectly, Lord. I pray that you would that you would inspire these doctors, Lord, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would just touch them, Lord, to give Stan the proper care according to your will, your plan, and your purpose, Lord. That these injections, Lord, would restore his sight. That these injections, Lord, would do the per- would do the, the 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 job that they were intended to do, Lord. That they would accomplish, Lord, the intention of of the desire, Lord, of the doctor and of Stan, Lord. That he would that the, his his vision would be perfect, Lord. That his vision would be restored, Lord. Father, that you would give him favor with the doctors, Lord. That they would give him the proper uh, treatment, that they would give him the proper uh, 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 documents, Lord, that he would be able to get what he needs, Lord. I pray, Lord, for Stan's need. His need is from you, Lord, to touch his life, to touch his eyes, Lord, restore his sight, restore his vision. Father, I pray for a mighty miracle, Lord. I know, Lord, I know that your plan is, Lord, to, 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 to heal us, to restore us. To bless us, Lord. I pray your blessing upon Stan, Lord, that he would receive his sight, that he would receive a blessing, Lord, that he would receive healing from you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. I kind of have a praise uh, today. Okay. My mom and I were coming back from the market that's really close from our house. Uh huh. And she's up in her 80s. And she she has trouble walking. Uh, when we got home, I heard a thud. I was upstairs, and she was still coming up the driveway. She fell on concrete. Her head went first. Wow! And thank God, she she was okay after a while. Oh, praise the Lord! Thank you, Lord. Yeah, because God's been telling me for a while. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stan, don't worry. I got her back, as the saying goes. Yeah. And she, back in October, had also fallen on concrete, but that time it was face first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor checked her out in October. She was okay, praise God. Just some bruises and some teeth loss. She She's also a new Christian. Uh, she accepted Christ back in November, uh, a few days before my dad passed. But my dad also accepted Christ. Well, thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. A week, no, it was six days before my mom accepted Christ. And when my mom accepted Christ, it was out of the blue. 
Mm-hmm. It's like I had a friend to tr- do some translations. My friend turns around and says, she wants to ask the Christ. And I'm like, whoa. So I guess there's also a prayer request there where she would uh, start going back to church. because She right. had initially, early mm-hmm. in the year, started, but couldn't. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she'll decide to start mm-hmm. going back. Well, what's your mom's name? So. So? Well, Father, we pray for so. I thank you for her salvation, Lord, and that you've reached down and touched her life and that she received you, Lord. And I thank you for her husband who received you, Lord, before he came home, before he came home to you. Lord, before he was taken from this world, Lord, you saved him and you gave him eternal life. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for the work that you're doing in Stan and in Saul's life, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would make a way, Lord, for her to come to church, to be in church, Lord, that she would continue, Lord, in her walk with you, Lord, that you would continue growing in the grace and the knowledge of who you are. Father, that you would just bless Stan and bless so bless their lives, Lord. Keep them safe and keep them healthy, Lord. Do a mighty work, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the good work that you've begun. And Lord, I know that you will continue to do the good work, Lord, that you began until the time of Christ Jesus. Lord, you are a mighty and awesome God, the the, the revealer of salvation, Lord, the revealer of mysteries, Lord, the, 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 the one who blesses our lives and gives us strength and power to live in this world, Lord. But Lord, I pray for victory over victory, for grace and grace, Lord, for Stan and his mom. I pray, Lord, that you'd bless their lives totally and completely, Lord, that they would know your mighty power, your love, your grace, and your mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Stan. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your praise report. And you have a Merry Christmas. Thanks. You too. God bless. <clears throat> Let's take another call. Uh, if you'd like to call in tonight with your prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, I mean, we're, we're 30, it's twelve thirty-one already, and we're halfway through, this, through the program, so get your calls in early. And uh, call it at 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Martha. Hi, Martha. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? I have three prayer requests. Okay. One for me so that I can be strong and do the will of God next year. Mm -hmm. I'm getting stronger every day, but it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. The other thing is for a person that I know who's in the hospitals with muscular dystrophy, that he's almost given up. What, what's his name? Prayed, hmm? What's his, his name? name is Jacob. Jacob, okay. And I asked, I told him, don't give up, and we prayed about him. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to keep the prayers going because. It's really hard for him. And the other thing is for uh, a problem I've had for so long, and I put a boundary down that I would not go out front of my house at times like now mm-hmm. and uh, connect with these people because they are not my mother. I've been trying to tell them that for a long time. Uh, they have vengeance towards me, and I don't want to get into it. And so I know that the only person who can have vengeance towards me is God, not them, and I want them healed. I don't know what to do. Well, you're doing what you need to do. You're praying for them. So let's pray right now, and and we'll just seek the Lord. Father, we pray for Martha, Lord. I pray, Lord, for for her strength, Lord, for Lord, that you would strengthen her, that you would empower her, Lord, that you would give her knowledge and wisdom, Lord, miraculous power. Lord, that you would give her the gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, the gift of discernment, Lord, that you would manifest the power of your Holy Spirit in her life, Lord, that she would, Lord, that she would rise up on wings of eagles, Lord, that she would run and not be weary, Lord, that she would have strength and power, Lord, to continue and do your perfect will, for her life, Lord, I pray for these people, Lord, that you would that you would bless them, Lord, in such a way, Lord, that they would be one to your kingdom, Lord, that they would have an understanding, a a a, a revelation of your power and your will for their life, Lord, that they would be that you would use Martha, Lord, to show them, Lord, the love and grace of a merciful God, Father, that you would just 
pour out your love upon them and that they would give their lives to you, Lord, and that they would receive salvation. Lord, I pray for the situation, Lord, between Martha and these people, Lord, that you would resolve this situation, Lord, that Martha would need to take no action, Lord, that you would stand in her behalf, Lord, that you would stand in her defense, Lord, and that you would do a mighty work, Father. I pray that your will would be done. And we pray for Jacob, Lord. Lord, that you would heal him, Lord, from this muscular dystrophy. Lord, I know that the world says there is no cure. I know what the world says, Lord, that this is an incurable disease, Father, but you are the God of creation. You are the God of all power and all might and all ability. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would heal Jacob. Lord, that you would bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that, Lord, you would do a mighty, mighty work, Lord. Pour out your love and your grace upon him, Lord. If he doesn't know you, Lord, if he hasn't come to salvation, I pray that he would, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him, Lord, that you would reveal your love and your mercy and your forgiveness lord that he would give his life to you that he would come to you lord and totally surrender to you because that is total victory lord when we surrender to you lord that is the greatest victory we can have lord to be totally surrendered to a mighty and awesome god lord you do beyond what we ask but we ask in jesus name amen thank you god bless you martha god bless you and merry christmas merry christmas to you too and if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go to uh, one more caller, and then hi, Connie. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, I just want you to pray for me about uh, my spiritual life. I feel like I'm my desire is dead to serve God. Totally, oh. I was out of the church. And just help me and pray for me. Well, Father, I pray, Lord, your perfect love and your mercy upon Connie, Lord. Lord, wherever she's been hurt, Lord, you heal her broken heart. Lord, heal her broken heart. Father, just minister to her, Lord. Give her the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, you tell us in your word to rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice, Paul tells us. Lord, we rejoice in you because you are our joy. You are our hope. You are our salvation, Lord. It's not in people. and It's not in the church. It's not in anything on this earth, Lord. Our hope is in you, Father. But you use people. You use the church, Lord, for your purpose and your plan. And I pray, Lord, for Connie, that no matter what happened, Lord, you would be her comfort and her joy. Heal her, Father. Heal her broken heart, Lord, and bring her to a place, Lord, where she can serve you, where she can rejoice in you, Lord. Father, I know that there's no circumstance or situation in this world that should cause us to back to, to backslide or to back away from you or to back away from service, Lord. We serve you no matter what, Lord. No matter what circumstance or situation, Lord, we continue to worship, we continue to serve, we continue to go forward in you, Lord, because that's where you've called us. Call Connie, Lord. Call her, Lord. Call her out of her brokenness and into the healing of a loving and merciful God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. God bless you, Connie. Good night. Well, praise the Lord. We're going to stop here for a music break, and then we'll come back and talk about the origins of Christmas. Holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior.
Praise the Lord. That was uh, O Holy Night by Pentatonix. And I wanted to play that song because we're talking about the night that Christ was born. We're talking about Christmas. But before we go to the, to the symbols of Christmas, we need to pray for our prayer list. I want to remember to pray for Yeso and Jimmy Argentino, for his daughter Debbie. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to pray for Jimmy and Nancy, and then their daughter Debbie, their son Teddy. I want to pray for Larry, Mary, Barbara, Rita, Nancy and Donna, Sister Patricia, Pastor Steve Johnson, Pastor Safka, Liska Johnson and Rosie Chunga, uh, Yanko for Cookie, Bobby, Harry and Sandra, Johnny and Tully, Natalie Grace, Pastor Jojo in Paris, uh, Baby Raphael, Anthony Martin, Toby and Lisa, Josie Christensen, Eric and Victoria, Amanda in Portland, Jakey. And we also want to pray for Didi and his family for God's peace and comfort upon them. We want to pray for uh, Frank Nicholas and Nancy Nicholas, Michael Mitchell, Rolly B, Sean and Denise and Allison. Wally Mitchell, that the Lord would heal him from cancer. I want to pray for Nancy, for Matilda and her family, for Nala, for Renee, uh, for Tony, uh, Peter, and uh, Lawrence Evans. We want to pray for Angie and her baby, Ronnie and Sally, for Eddie Mitchell and Nena, for the Mitchell family, for Rita Nicholas, for Isabel, that the Lord would heal her from migraines, Anna, for Frankie and Portland, Beaver and Lisa, Shaggy and family, John Dimitro, Steve Giovanno, Toby, Tony and family in Portland, and also a caller, her name is uh, Mimi, and she wants, she's asking that the Lord would just, uh, that everything would go well in her finals, and that she would get her uh, her degree, that everything would go well for her uh, family, Seth, Valerie, Kylie, uh, for their salvation, also for uh, a friend of hers, uh, Garismos or Jerry, that uh, for salvation, and also her friend from Belize, we just pray for God's blessing on, on all of these prayer requests. Well, God, I pray for your blessing, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal, that you would sanctify, that you would give favor, Lord, that every need on this list, Lord, would be answered, Lord. Every prayer request would be answered through your power, your grace, your love, and your mercy, Lord, that you would cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord, that every need would be met, that every sickness would be healed, Lord, that every desire would be filled, Lord, Lord, that you would give the desire, you should give your children the desire of their heart as they seek you, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, we want to get to uh, the symbols of Christmas. We've got a little, just a little bit of time, and I want to get to this. And you know, one of the problems I have, you know, is, is you know, people sometimes people object to Christmas because it's not the day that Jesus was born. Why December the twenty fifth? It's a pagan holiday. Well, you know, it's you know, it's not a pagan holiday. Christmas is the celebration of, of Jesus' birth. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Yes, it, the, the date was taken from a Roman pagan holiday. But who remembers that Roman pagan holiday? I had to look it up. You know, Rome used to celebrate in the winter solstice the holiday of Saturnalia, you know, but who remembers Saturnalia? Who remembers that it was uh, uh, celebrated between December the 17th and December the 25th? Who remembers? Who knows? I mean, the Christians in, in, in the 4th century wanted to celebrate the, the, the... They didn't want to celebrate Saturnalia with the Romans, so they took on the, 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 the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. And it overcame, it overtook this other festival, this Roman festival that nobody knows about anymore. So we took, we took over a Roman a pagan festival and turned it into a Christian celebration. So how, why would there be any, any kind of objection to celebrating the birth of the Savior of the world on December the 25th and taking something that was worldly, that was false, and bringing it into the light and doing something that God is honored through, that we honor Jesus Christ, we honor God our Father, we honor the Lord of the universe on this day that we remember him coming on this earth. And as a previous caller asked, why, uh, when was Jesus born? But Luke tells us, you know, in, in Luke 2, 1 through 7, that in those days a decree was sent out from Caesar Augustus that a census would be taken in all the inhabited earth and that Mary and Joseph traveled to Nazareth. Well, if they traveled to Nazareth, you know, uh, even though the Bible doesn't tell us the exact date for the birth of Jesus, we, we know it wasn't the 25th because Joseph and Mary wouldn't be traveling, nor would Rome take them, uh, make people travel during December because of the cold weather. 
Why would Rome make it that hard? They wanted people to easily get to to their birthplace, their, their, so they could take the census. They wanted to get the census done. And they wouldn't make it harder. They would want it to be done in the easiest way possible so people would go and get the census taken. So it, it also tells us in Luke 2.8, in the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. Shepherds wouldn't be out in the fields. They wouldn't be out in December. It would be too cold. You know, this was not a common practice. Shepherds were out in the fields from March to early October. So Jesus would have been born in the spring to early October, to early fall. And the year was no later than 4 BC by our calendar because Herod died in that year. You remember the story Herod, when the, when, the, when the wise men, when the Magi went to him, saying, where is he who was born king of the Jews? Herod uh, got very upset. And he eventually put a decree that all children from, two, from, a, from zero to two would be, would be killed. So Herod himself died in 4 BC, so it couldn't have been any later than 4 BC. You know, the name Christmas, the, the, the word that we use to symbolize Christmas, the word that we use to symbolize uh, uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, I should say, comes from the Old English and is a compound of two words, Christ's and Mass. The, the church in 1038 started to celebrate the Christ Mass on December the 25th, and December the 25th became known as Christmas. It was a compound two words. You know, the most, uh, uh, the, 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 the most, how can I say this, uh, common symbol of Christmas is a Christmas tree. Almost everybody has a Christ, uh, decorates a Christmas tree for the, the season of Christmas, for the celebration of the birth of Christ. And a lot of people say, well, it's a pagan religion, it's a pagan uh, uh, symbol, we shouldn't be having uh, uh, Christmas trees in our house, it's, it's pagan. But really, its origins is in a Christian belief. In the 16th century, uh, in Germany, fir trees were decorated uh, both indoors and outdoors, with apples, roses, candies, colored paper. Uh, in the Middle Ages, a popular religious play depicted the story of Adam and Eve, uh, about their, 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 their expulsion from the Garden of Eden. And uh, the fir tree hung with apples was used to symbolize the Garden of Eden, the paradise tree. And the play ended with the prophecy of Jesus and was often performed during the uh, Advent season, or during during December, so that's where uh, the Christmas tree originated in 16th century Germany, depicting uh, uh, the Paradise tree, and it was done during the the, the time of December uh, with the prophecy of Jesus Christ. Then, uh, sometime uh, during that time in the in the 1500s, uh, Martin Luther he uh, was uh, coming home one night. Uh, in December, and he saw the he, he noticed the beauty of the stars shining through the branches of a fir tree, and it inspired him to recreate the effect by placing candles on the branches of, of a small fir tree inside his house, his home. So Martin Luther, the great reformer, the 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 father of the Reformation, you could call him, he was inspired to decorate a tree, a Douglas, uh, I'm sorry, a fir tree, and placed a light on it candlelight to uh, depict the light of Jesus Christ. So, so he was the one who brought it and, and who, who brought the, the, the tree in his home and decorated it with candles. So this is all Christian based. This is all based in Christianity. The, 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 the Christmas tree is, 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 is firmly based on a, a, a desire to to celebrate Jesus Christ and his birth. It has nothing to do with pagan religions, has nothing to do with pagan rituals. It has to do with the, the, the birth of Jesus Christ. And you might ask, why, why a fir tree? Why the, the, the fir tree? Well, the fir tree is also known as the evergreen tree because it's always green. And green in nature symbolizes life. And this tree never dies. You know, like in the winter, the leaves fall off trees and you, they kind of look dead. 
Well, this tree never looks dead. It always looks alive. And this tree symbolizes eternal life. This tree was chosen as the symbol of Christmas because it symbolizes eternal life. It never dies. It's always green. It's the evergreen tree. And that's why it was seen to be symbolizing of eternal life, the eternal life that Jesus Christ brings to a dying world. So that's why we use Christmas trees to celebrate Jesus Christ. You know, the Christmas tree was brought to England by Queen Victoria's husband, who was, his name was Prince Albert from Germany. And if there's a famous illustration in 1848 featuring the royal family uh, and their children gathered around a Christmas tree in Windsor Castle. And this, was, this popularized the tree throughout Victorian England. And it was, then it was brought to America through, uh, uh, it was brought to Pennsylvania by the by Dutch, the, the Dutch German, or the Germans, and the Christmas tree became uh, popularized in America in the late 19th century. So the Christmas tree is very important because it is the evergreen representing everlasting life that comes through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our eternal life. And you know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, the 31st verse, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And that's what we do in Christmas. Whatever we do, we do to the glory of God. We, we use the Christmas tree to symbolize eternal life. The lights on the Christmas tree, Jesus brings light to a dark world. Jesus said I, in John eight twelve, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that's what the lights of Christmas represent. When you see the lights on your Christmas tree, when you see the lights decorating your house, when you see the lights of Christmas, it's light. It's the light of Jesus Christ. These lights represent the light of Jesus Christ. Martin Luther represented light by the hanging candles, by putting candles on his tree. Those candles were light. So the lights that we use for Christmas, whenever you see the lights of Christmas, it represents the light of Jesus Christ, that he brought light into the dark world, into a dark world, a dying world. You know, the colors of Christmas, the, what, are the, what do you think of the colors of Christmas? Well, it's red, white, and green. You know, the red of, uh, in Christmas, the, red, the color red represents his blood. Romans 5, 9 through 10 says, much more than having now been justified by his blood. We are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's why you see the color red in Christmas. The color white represents his purity. You know, Hebrews seven twenty six says, for it was fitting for us to have such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled. So the white uh, of Christmas represents Christ's purity. And green, I noticed, I, I, I mentioned it before, green represents eternal life. For if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will have eternal life. So the colors of Christmas, red, white, green, all represent Jesus Christ. All represent his, 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 his sacrifice, his purity, and his eternal life that he brings to us. You know, the Christmas wreaths that, that, that we use in Christmas they represent the victory we have in Jesus Christ. You know, when somebody would win a race in ancient times, they would they would place this 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 little uh, wreath on his head. But the wreath represented victory. That person won the race. He won the whatever they were doing. He was the winner of that particular event. Well, if you are in Christ, you wear Christ's victory. You have Christ's victory. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, somebody asked me earlier this week about the candy cane. Why is there candy canes so predominant in Christian um, in, in Christmas? And I told him because, you know, the candy cane is shaped like a shepherd's crock. And Jesus represents he is the good shepherd. You know, that's why we have candy canes, because of the shepherd that we have in Jesus Christ. He is our good shepherd. Jesus said in John ten eleven, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. So that's why we have the candy cane, because it's shaped in the shepherd's crock, and Jesus is the good shepherd. The white stripe represents his purity, and the red stripe represents his blood. 
the star of Bethlehem. Why are there so many stars? Why do we have stars on the top of our tree? Why do we have stars representing uh, uh, Christmas? Because of the star of Bethlehem. It says, after hearing the king, they went their way, and the star which had which they had seen in the east went on before them. So the star represents Jesus Christ because it was the star of Bethlehem that announced his birth to the wise men. You know, we have angels in the Christmas celebrations. You know, Luke 2.9 tells us that an angel suddenly appeared before the shepherds and they announced the birth of Jesus Christ. That's why there are angels. Angels represent the announcement of Jesus' birth. You know, angels are God's messengers. They send, God uses angels to bring messages. That's what the word angel means. It means messenger. And that's why there's angels in the Christmas celebration. The gifts we give at Christmas are representative of the Magi's visit to Jesus in Bethlehem. It says, after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They presented Jesus with gifts. And when we give gifts to each other, we are representing the gifts. We're giving to each other. We're remembering the time when the wise men gave gifts to Jesus. But truly what we're doing is we're remembering the greatest gift of all that was given to us. And that's why I want to give this message because the series I've been doing is about giving. And it's not about really, truly, the, it's not really about the gifts we give to each other. It's about the gift that God has given us. God has given us the greatest gift of, of ever. He has given the greatest gift he could give. He gave his son. He sent his son on this earth, a gift to us that we would receive salvation through him. You know, there are many, many more symbols. We didn't even talk about Christmas, about the Santa Claus and where the legend of Santa Claus started. You know, Santa Claus was a real person. Santa Claus was a, a Turkish monk but who became St. Nicholas. But there are many, so many symbols of Christmas, and almost every one of them has their origins in Christianity. But remember, whatever you do in Christmas whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do unto the glory of God. Remember, not the gifts you give to, we give to each other, but the gift that God gave us. And if you'd like to receive that gift, I encourage you to pray right now with me. Even though the, 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 the music is playing, just pray right now. Lord, I want to receive Jesus Christ, the greatest gift that you've ever given. I want to receive salvation. I tell you now, I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all my unrighteous acts, Lord. Cleanse me from sin and cause me to be born again. I desire to be part of your family. I forsake my past life and I desire to be a new creation. Lord, save me. I believe that Jesus lived. I believe that he died on the cross and that he rose on the third day that I might have life. I receive that life tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, If you prayed that prayer, then welcome. Welcome into the family of God. You've just received the greatest gift you'll ever receive. God bless you. And I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Don't forget next week, Pastor Steve Wilburn will be with me on the air. We'll be doing a show together. And then the following week from there, Pastor Walter Hoffman will be with me for a New Year's uh, program. So, Giantunchi, Mekastu, and Derlesa, David and uh, Milani, I'll talk to you. After, the, after we sign off. So join us next week for Pastor Steve Wilburn and the following week for, Walt, for Pastor Walter Hoffman. God bless you and good night and Merry Christmas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.